Let's go into the word of God. Numbers chapter 20. Uncle Sam, it's good to see you back in church. Numbers chapter 20 from verse 7. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, take it back to 7. Um, you know, when, I mean, if you did, no, there's, Philip, you help me, there's, Pastor Philip, there's draw the sword competition when we're young. Swordry. There's, but there's another one called, um, you went to church. So survival of the fetus is that they'll tell you to quote a verse in scripture, so you'll be quoting until the person falls off. So some of us now mastered these short, short verses. Jesus wept. Then there's a, let me just help you, just in case you are there. There's a lot of scriptures, and God said, and the Lord said, Jeremiah 2 verse, and the Lord said, you know, ah, my own is wrong. And the Lord said, that's another idea. This is one of those scriptures that I learned. Numbers 20 verse 7, and the Lord said unto Moses, saying, yeah, so as I saw it, I remembered, I'm like, ah, man, we need to take these things to children's church. I'm serious. I need, we need to do draw the sword. We need to do survivor of the fetus. We need to do all of these things that built us that we now know. And, you know, it taught us rubbish, too, and all those things, too, but we now know better. So we should now teach them the right. Okay, so let's, let's travel. You, you get the point. So just cry, and the Lord said unto Moses, saying, say, quote the verse for me, Numbers 20, verse 7, and the Lord said unto Moses, saying, <laughs> Okay, so take the rod and gather thou the assembly together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak ye unto the rock before their eyes. Speak ye unto the rock before their eyes, and it shall give forth his water. So the rock has its kind of water. So the rock doesn't give natural water, the rock gives spiritual water. Um, Apostle Paul shows it to us. Um, out of the rock, so thou shalt give, continue, the congregation and their beast to drink, their animals to drink, not the mess, not the car, the beast to drink. And Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he had commanded him. Verse, let's continue, verse 10. And Moses and Aaron gathered the congregation together before the rock. What was the instruction? Speak to the rock. And he said unto them, yeah, yeah now. He rebels. So he was already angry with them. They don't vex him. The mic is good today. Thank you. Um, rebels. Must we fetch you water out of the rock? Next verse, verse 11. And Moses lifted up his hand. What was the instruction? Speak to the rock. And Moses lifted up his hand with his rod and smote the rock twice. Kilodee, speak to the rock. You now changed it twice. And the what you see, the problem is he smote the rock and the water came out. So resort is not a sign that God was involved in the process. So something, do you understand what I'm saying? Say no, ah, so long as have you gone to the church? Miracles. No, the miracles doesn't mean that God was involved in the process. No, 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 it doesn't mean. Uh, 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 the congregation drank and nobody died. The Bible didn't say, and they drank, and because of because Moses disobeyed the Lord, he killed the people. No, that's not how God works. Even the beasts drank too, and they were all fine. But Moses paid for that. And their beasts also. Tell your neighbor, don't, don't smite the rock. 
Say, don't smite the rock. Even if it's in the Oscar of your destiny, don't have the will to smite the rock. smite the rock because that rock is Christ, Christ oh God my God whoa whoa <laughs> okay first Corinthians 10 verse 4 let's see and did all drink the same spiritual drink. Laps, watch this. And they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Chris. Christ. No, so it's Christ. Sorry. I thought I saw Chris. Rock was Christ. Chris. Rock. <laughs> Father, thank you for they already get the message. So just help me to delete, to compress it and give it to them in scriptures that they may go home and just speak from their seat to the rock. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. And it's important that you always look at Christ and not be jaded. And if you see, if you see, you play too much. <laughs> what, what I say though? What I, what I do? No, come on. You put yourself together. <laughs> okay. There's a song. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're, we're, it's already registered, right? I think I, if, we, if we share the grace now, we, we get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's a song I love so much. I didn't even know it was written by Don Moen because it sounds like one of those rich hymnas. But it's written by Don Moen. It says, My faith has found a resting place. Not in the vice, nor creed. Continue. I trust the ever-living one. He is wounds for me. Enough for me that Jesus saved. Enough for me that Jesus saves. This ends my fear and doubt. I came, I came to him, he'll never cast me out. My favorite part. I need no other argument, I need no other 
that Jesus died and that he died for me. Keep, keep, keep this part. This is my favorite part. It is enough. God, right, more than enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. that what Jesus did uh-huh. uh, yeah you, you start resting in your walk with God knowing that what Jesus did is enough that the invitation that he gave me to come to Abba came with all I needed in the invitation in, in and of itself you come into rest when you discover that what Jesus did is enough because religion will put you on the treadmill to perform Grace shows you that what he's done is enough. Receive it. Receive it. That's why we are believers, not achievers. Receivers, not contributors. Are you listening to me? Receive it. You will come into into stress and labor when you think it's not enough and then you want to add to it. You want to balance it. You want to increase it. That's when you come into real stress and labor. So not your neighbor one more time, tell them what Jesus did for me. It's more than enough. Say it again. What Jesus did for me is more than enough. Say it again. What Jesus did for me is more than enough. The job of the believer is not to perfect the finished work. Did you hear what they called it? You can't, you can't perfect the finished work. You can't finish the finish. Do you understand the finished work? Do you understand? The job of the believer is not to, let's see how we can perfect this finished work. The job of the believer is to receive and be perfected by the perfected finished work. Are you listening to me? The job of the believer is not to perfect the finished work. The job of the believer is to receive and then be perfected by the perfect finished work. The problem why you still have some struggles in your life is that you have not allowed the finished work to finish you. 
Sorry, let me say that again. You have not allowed the finished work to finish its work in your life. Because there's the finished work and there's the ongoing work. Uh-huh. There's the finished work. That's what Christ has done. The ongoing work is you constantly receiving what Christ has done. So there's the difference between the finished work and the ongoing work. We are all in that WhatsApp group called ongoing work. How your own is going is different from how my own is going. But the going is premised on how much I received the finished work. Are you listening to me? So give me Hebrews chapter 14. Hebrews 14, let's say this. Hebrews 4 verse 11. KJV Antipity. You see, the Bible now says in Hebrews 4, it says, let us labor therefore, A-Y, to enter into the rest. That's an oxymoron. That we are laboring to enter rest. So the labor of the believer is to come into the revelation that Christ has done everything. That's when you start resting. The labor of the believer is not to add to the thing. Do you understand? Let us, he now says, lest any man fall after the same example of what? Unbelief. That means you do not believe what the finished work has done for you. Give me the next translation. Let me see what it says. TPT says, so then we must give our all and be eager to experience the faith rest life. I, I insist over every member of this church that you come into rest. As your pastor, that's one of my cardinal prayers. I insist that you come into rest. It's called the faith rest life. So that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt. So what causes unrest? Funny enough, uncle, is not sin. Funny enough, is not sin. It says what causes this is doubt. and um, What is this unbelief that the, what the finished work did is not enough? I want to add to it. It's so difficult for Nigerians to accept the finished work. Because we've been abused. I get it. You know how you, you pay your tailor for Christmas. It comes for Easter. For something you paid for. And we have a government that we put into power. We went to voter's card. Queue to vote them to protect us. But they are destroying us. Then you come to church. Somebody says, just trust this man by believing. It will be hard for you. It will be, I can understand why it's hard for us. We already have a system that we have to struggle to get what you paid for. And when they do half, we now applaud them because at all, at all, now, now bad market. You now come to church and I'm saying you don't have to do anything. Just believe what Jesus has done. It will be difficult. So I understand the difficulty. The, there's no capacity in our faculty to receive it. A white man may be able to understand it. But a black man is, is difficult. We would think it's a scam. That's why we fight the gospel. Because that, that thing, that, that, that very cheap gospel, it's not cheap, it's free. They're not the same. It's not cheap, it's free. Free means it's what it was paid for. Cheap means that what you call grass is someone else's vegetable. So don't make it cheap. It's not cheap gospel. It's free because somebody paid totally for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the labor for the believer is to labor to come into rest. So we are laboring not to add to what has been done. We are laboring to every day understand that, ha, it is really finished. 
And there's a labor in that because you have to dig deep into the pages of the scripture and fine-tune your spirit, soul, and body to know that this thing is already paid for. That's labor. That's really labor. To tell your body every day you are the healed of the Lord, that's labor. That's our labor. To tell yourself, I am going to make it in spite of the pattern and the crazy in Buhari's Nigeria, that's labor. To tell yourself in spite of what the doctor said, that I'm going to be fruitful and I'm going to be blessed, that's labor. To superimpose what God has done upon your situation, that's labor. What is the labor of the believer? It's taking what Christ has already done and infusing it into your life. That's labor. So what is the labor? Say, say, now this grace, man, when you just receive grace, people will just be lazy. No, grace will make you labor. Because you now know that all these things are available to me. It's paid for, so I'm going to get it. So this labor, you got it, son, is labor with precision. I know exactly what I'm laboring for. I'm not laboring to get it. I'm laboring because I already have it and I'm going to possess it. So I don't come to the bank looking broke. I come to the bank knowing I own the bank. Come knowing I own the bank. That when I come in, the manager is going to come downstairs. Because the owner of the bank has come. I don't come into the bank looking broke. But I have to go to the bank. I have to call. I have to send a message. I have to do some. So the labor is find the document. Wow. This thing is involved in my salvation. Ah, they die well. I'm going to get it. That's our labor. Our labor is not, oh, Father, have mercy on you. God, where are you? No. Our labor is, I already have it. I enforce it. We labor to come into rest. Oh, my God. Father, thank you for this service. Thank you for this service. So when we labor, we sit down to come. You labor to say, you know what? I cannot be, I cannot be like this. I'm stuck in womanizing. I'm stuck in, in, in drugs. I'm stuck in debt. I'm always owing money. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't be laboring for another. No, 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 no. Christ has set me free. I am freed. Then you labor. In, that's how we labor. So you are, you are laboring because you know I already have this thing. I decree and declare. I, pose, I superimpose it. This is my reality. And you begin to enforce it. That's how we labor. We labor to come into rest because we do not have unbelief. We have unbelief. So the perfect and the finished work is to finish its work in my life. It's not for me to try and add to the finished work. It's for me to receive it and let its work, its doing, be completed in my life. Okay? Okay. I'll show you something. Hold on a minute. Let me find this thing for you. <sighs> Hebrews 10, 14. Give me TPT and give me message. So then we must give Hebrews 10 verse 14, Hebrews 10 14, TPT and message. Glory to God. Hebrews 10 verse 14. Tell your neighbor I'm laboring to come into this rest in the name of... It says, and by one perfect sacrifice, he made us perfectly holy. So in your position in Christ, you are not a work in progress. In your ongoing work here on earth, you are a work in progress. So what is the labor? Bring what he has done, put it on my reality. My situation cannot change my position, but my position can change my situation. 
and complete for all time. Give me message. Message. Give me message. Oh, I like this. Can we read together in concert? One, two, three, go. It was a perfect sacrifice by a perfect person to perfect some very imperfect people. By that single offering, he did everything that needed to be done for everyone who takes in the pure. The purifying process there is the believing process. So keep it up there. It was a perfect sacrifice by a perfect man to perfect some what? So you, you, cannot, you cannot increase the perfection of the perfect work of Christ. Somebody got it there. You got it right? I saw you. You cannot increase that. It's not, it's not really safe. Let's see how we can add to it. So what, what, what do we do? Is receive what he has done. He says, I'm healed. I enforce it that I'm healed. I refuse to change my confession. I refuse to bend to my situation. I keep decreeing and declaring what he has said. I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. And keep saying it to yourself. That's what we do every morning when we pray. We keep taking this word of his grace and enforcing it into our lives. It is a perfect work. So there's the finished work and there's the ongoing work. The ongoing work is letting the finished work do its work in your life. Is it, is it not simple enough? Simple. Every time you, you try to add to grace, the problem with grace is grace does not need assistance. No, I didn't say it where. Grace does not like assistance. So anytime you try to assist grace, grace takes off from it. Grace stands alone. You can't balance grace. Every time you add to grace, you fall into works. Did you hear what I said? Every time you add to grace, you fall out of grace. Hi. Okay. Every time you add to grace, you fall out of grace. Let me show you. Romans 6. Romans 11 verse 6. Let's see Romans 11 verse 6. And if by grace then it's no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it's by works, then it's no more grace. Otherwise, works is no... This is clear enough to tell you that grace and works, they don't, they don't go together. They never work together. Are you seeing that? Give me the scripture in the TPT. Let me see what TPT says. And since it is by God's grace... It can be a matter, it can't be a matter of their good works. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a gift of grace, but end by human effort. You can't have grace and works. I say, you know what, let me just add some things to this grace. No, no, no. Grace is good enough. Grace can stand on its own. Grace doesn't need your assistance. Because once you do that, you then... Because I hear it all the time. I know that they preach grace, but do they know that you can fall out of grace? Can the Bible explain what it means to fall out of grace? And not just sit down in your room and say, ah, see, I'm, I'm falling out of grace. What does it mean to fall out of grace? Do you want to know? Okay. You know, this was, this was caused the P-square problem. I'm not talking about your guys. I'm talking about Peter and Paul in the Bible. So the peace, the peace quest started from Bible days. Not now. (sighs) 
what was Paul preaching? Paul was preaching righteousness by faith to everybody. Let me just, I'm trying to summarize the argument. Peter says, ah, righteousness by faith, I agree. Let them add circumcision. Because in his mind, you know how we went through circumcision and he paid us. They want to now enjoy our benefits without going through as how. Let them go and circumcise themselves in this old age to become. So Peter, Paul says, no, no, no. The circumcision is circumcision of the heart, not circumcision of the flesh. That was the biggest problem. So Peter was preaching Jesus plus circumcision. Paul was preaching Jesus is enough. So in the Peace Square fight in Galatians chapter 2, I'll teach you in LBS, Paul confronted Peter boldly. Say you are you are the cause of this misbehavior. Because Peter showed up in church and was talking to the Gentiles like we are one. And then James and the other Jews showed up. He quickly left them and went to hide. So he confused these people. Demona, ah, I thought we were, we were one. Are we unclean? Because we are not circumcised. So give me Galatians chapter 5 from verse 1. King James. Let's travel with this. Galatians 5 from verse 1. From 1 to 4. Galatians 5, 1 to 4. King James, TPT and message. Give me King James first. Christ has set us free to live if... Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made us free. And do not be... You see, before you smite the rock, there will be an entanglement that you do not pay attention to. I'm telling you. If you don't deal with that entanglement issue, you are going to strike the rock. It's the Bible that says so. Familiar, leave me alone. It's here. Stand, therefore, in the liberty... Wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled. So you will have the entanglement issue first. If you don't deal with it properly, you are going to smite the rock. She says, You will smith the rock. And the entanglement here is not entanglement of the of, of sin, it's entanglement of the law. It's a triangle relationship. And you bring it to the red table of the blood of Jesus. Cancel it. Cancel it. And be not entangled again with you. I'm preaching good. Oh, 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 I'm preaching good. I take everything. I'm preaching good. Preaching good. <laughs> you, give me verse two. Give me verse two. It says. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, he's talking to Peter's gang, Christ shall profit you nothing. Verse 3, let's go. For I testify again to every man that if that man that is circumcised, that he is a debtor to do, that once, once you start that law matter, you finish the whole matter. Because 99% law is 100% judgment. Hey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 99% law, 100% judgment. You think so, you're wise. 70 years old man. Now you are running. Why are you running? Give me verse 4. Verse 4. Christ is become of no effect. Watch this. Of no effect unto you, whosoever you are, justified by the law, ye are falling from. So, how do you fall from grace? Is when you leave Christ, 
You leave grace and you want to add law to your own. You fall out of grace. That's how to fall out of grace. So it's not sin that, fall, that takes you out of grace. It's when you go and visit the law. Entanglement is what takes you out of grace. Are you seeing that? Give me message. Give me TPT first and do message last. TPT says, let me be clear. The anointed one has set us free, not partially. Let me show you your entanglement. You know, you are born again, I know. But, you know, there's, the, there's some things in your family, eh? Ah, it's, it's speaking against you. What your father did is speaking against you. I'm telling you, so you have to come for deliverance. What they are saying to you is that Christ did not free you totally. Uncle, that's the entanglement that you're entering. One night with the king. Jesus does not do one night stand. He stays with us. <laughs> oh, you just got it. One night with the king. Three days of intense program and deliverance. Bring sand from your father's house. Power must change hand. When fire meets a bigger fire, the lesser fire we bow. Well done. Mingo, I they greet you. He says, has set us free, not partially, but completely and wonderfully free. Who? Tell your neighbor, I'm totally free and wonderfully free. That means if you interrogate your freedom, it's a wonderful matter. I'm not partially free. I am what? Wonderfully free. This is Bible though. I am wonderfully free. Watch this. We must always cherish the truth. And did you see that? Laps, that's how you do it. You stubbornly refuse to go back to bondage. You, that's the label. I stubbornly refuse. I'm not possessed. Christ is inside of me. I don't need deliverance. Christ is inside of me. He has delivered. I have the deliverer and all his deliverance inside of me. You must stop only believe the word of God. What's this thing with our generation? You confess once, it doesn't work. Oh, I don't think it's working again. You keep confessing, you are stubborn about it. You stay there. You tarry there. You insist. You fight, you mount pressure. I'm stubborn about what God has said concerning me. I'm not passive about it. Watch this guy, watch this face. I'm stubborn about everything he said. Stubborn. He says, I'm delivered. I'm delivered. He says, I'm free. I'm free. I'm not going back. He says, I'm this. I'm this. He says, I'm righteous. I am righteous. He says, I'm holy. I'm holy. He said, I'm stubborn about it. Some of you all go name your name your name the twin boys. Is a word for somebody. Name your boys. Yeah. Call the names. This, that. Stop on about it. Stop on. Ask my wife. When God showed me Sozo, I said, I said, babe, something is happening. God has shown me our daughter. I said, okay. Came and said, I think I saw my... I said, you cannot see your period. You cannot see it. madness. You cannot see it. You did not see it. That month, Sozo, 
You must be stubborn about what God has said concerning you. The problem with you is that you are suggesting to the devil what, no, I know, I'm stubbornly convinced. like it so if by the will of God if God says it he has said it be stubborn about it if it's the will of God now maybe God will do it it is the will of God be stubborn about it stubborn about it when it comes to what God has said I have coconut head I know the year word. If he said it, that's all I need to listen to. Stubborn about it. What's wrong with you? I stubbornly believe if he said it, he will bring it to pass. But God is not a man that he should lie. And I said the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will bring it to pass. I am stubborn. I can get a job. I'm stubborn about it. I can build a house. I'm stubborn about it. I can own that. I'm stubborn about it. I can have my baby. I'm stubborn about it. You can have 24 suits. Be stubborn about it. Everything God has said concerning you. Be stubborn. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn. Stubborn about it. 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 Every time I come to church, I'm stubborn about what God has said. If you're not ready, I may take your blessing sitting to your left and to your right because I'm stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. They told blind Bartimaeus, shut up, shut up. He cried out, the more be stubborn. The same people who told him, shut up, told him, calm down, he's calling you. God will be stubborn about it. Stubborn about what he said. I'm stubborn about it. I can build my company. I can do my stuff. I'm stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. I'm very stubborn about it. I'm crazy stubborn about it. Stubborn. I gotta move. I, and I refuse to go back bondage refuse 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 to go back in bondage of my past tell anybody I'm not going back hey shout it I'm not going back Ooh. hey come on shout it one more time I'm not going back say it one more time I'm not going back Scream it from your roof, I'm not going back. I'm stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. 
stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Not going back. Not going back. Not going back to death. Not going back to abuse. Not going back to that life. I'm stubborn. I'm going to get Jesus' appointment. Get his attention in this service. I can have that real estate. And I have to be stubborn. No choice. He said, I'm stubborn. Oh, I'm stubborn. Or more stubborn about it. Just sit cute. What's going to be is going to be. What's going to be is not going to be, baby, until you make it be. Bongo Zikwe deceived you with the song. Stubborn about it. I got to be free from this addiction. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Got to be stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. I'll talk to you guys in a bit, but you know, young people, you're just waiting for something to happen. Waiting for that your uncle to move. Waiting for that auntie to do this. Like I was waiting for a prophetic endorsement to do this. To release me. You're not ready. You're not ready. When you get ready, you'll be stubborn about it. You will come out of it. I am stubborn about it. Shout it one, two, three, go. I am stubborn about it. Hey, no, no, coach, Say it again. One, two, three, go. I am stubborn about it. For the last time, said what? I said, you know, two, shot. I never go. I go. Go, coach. Whoa, I am a Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. As somebody, you can be director. That's your word. You can, I don't. You work in a firm. God is saying you can be director. You can be partner. But you, you're just chilled about it. You gotta be stubborn about it. Stubborn about it. Stubborn about this. G- give me my next verse. I got, I'm going to try and preach today. I, Paul, tell you, if you think there is a benefit in circumcision, the Jewish re- regulations, then you are acting as though Jesus, the anointed one, is not enough. That's the problem. You are thinking that it is not enough. Next verse. I say it again emphatically. If you let yourselves be circumcised, you are obliged to fulfill every single one of the commandments and regulations of the law. Verse 4, let's go. If you want to be made holy by fulfilling the obligations of the law, you have cut off more than your flesh. You have cut yourselves off from the anointed one. So when you go to law, you are not just drinking holy water. You're not just putting something. You are cutting yourself off from the anointed one. Thank you, sir. And have fallen away from the revelation of grace. Another revelation is at work in your life. And it's the revelation of God's grace. 
give me, give me, give me message. Give me message translation. Let's try and close the service. I feel something in this room. It's not a service to be passive. There's something in this house. I'm telling you, I felt it from yesterday. At that place we went to, I knew that sound. This service, oof. You could tell it. Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Be stubborn about it. Take your stand. Watch this. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Anamako. The people who have come from slavery, they, are clap, they know what I'm talking about. You may not know. You may not know because some of you have been in Logic Church for two years, so you don't know what we're talking about. I don't even think you appreciate me. There are people who are coming now who really appreciate because they've come from rules and regulations, influences. I'm trying, I'm trying, Holy Ghost. The wind of God is in this room. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying. Let's, verse 2, let's continue. I, I am emphatic about this. The moment any one of you submit to circumcision or any other rule-keeping system, at that same moment, Christ had one gift of freedom. is squandered. You've wasted it. God forbid. Say it again. Shout and say, God forbid. That means the day you leave grace and decide to have romance with the law. Because you think that this grace thing is slow. You know, the, you know the, the pastor, not the hash. You know the, you know the fire. I need fire for fire things. This thing. You know the key person. That's what happens to you. Feel the anointing of the Lord. Feel the anointing of. I repeat my warning. The person who accepts the ways of circumcision trades all the advantages of the free life in Christ for obligations of the slave life of. Keep this part. But do you want free life in Christ or slave life of the law? So you can't have free slave. It's an oxymoron. God bless you. You can't have free slave. I'm free, but I'm... No, no, no. I want to slave. I'm free. No, no. You have to choose free life in Christ or slave life of the law. It's really that simple, Uncle Healy. It's, you have to choose free life in Christ or slave life of the law. Give me verse 4. I like verse 4. See, he now says, I know that this is not what you intend, though, but this is what is happening to you. He says, I suspect you would never intend this, though. Laps. But this is what happens when you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects. You are cut off from Christ. You fall out of grace. I know that's not your intention. I know you did it with good intention. And the road to destruction is paved with many good intentions. Yeah. Very good intention. Very good intention. The road to destruction is paved with many good intentions. But as good as this intention is, the day you decide to take law and mix it with some grace, hey, bah, grace tells you, ah, I'm out. I don't, I've left you. It is by grace. Ooh. It is by grace. And there is great grace in this room right now. Oh, I feel it. It's you. 
if you if you are anointed, if you if you are sensitive, you can tell there is something in this. Ah, tapako. Hey, loves. I want to preach. I want to preach. It was. There's something in this room. There's a wind in this room. What I'm saying is grace is breathing on you right now. And things that were called impossible, as you step out of the store, they will become possible. Shout amen. If you came to spectate today, you missed the service. This is not that service. This is, bring my face away. This is not that service. Agamato Kosh. Christ! He's a Rosh. God says the Lord it has become possible for you now grace is released right now and I'm making a way for you because I am the way that that which is impossible has become possible by the strength of the spirit in the name of Jesus I am making a way for you I am making a way for you I have made a way for you I have made a way for you. Open up your mouth. Shout amen. Gosh. 
I am moving mountains out of the way, says God. Grace has gone ahead of you to make way for you. Musha brana hate, leka bahande bohosu. Hello mama, come and enjoy the grace. Swimming through it, rock it, take it. Grace has gone ahead of you to make way for you. Eya mama shiki, shira mama mane bohosu. The mountains are moving, mountains are moving. Hey. Now wow. Now Can I announce to you your days of labor are over? Your days of labor are over. That's what God said to tell somebody. Your days of labor are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of struggling are over. I don't know whose word is this. But that's what God wants me to tell you. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of labor are over. Your days of struggling are over. Shout yes, somebody. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Aya de Mosho. Hananamoko Shitama. Elebokondis. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. I gotta close the service. God help me. 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 Find your seat if you can, please. Find your seat if you can, please. I need to rush. I can't. I can't finish this. I can't. I'm just going to cut. Let me cut to the chase. Hadabakowski. See Proton Zemanendas. Sectipolondra Sefrenetish. Jeprenembe Kikotondo Siprata. Hayando Koshe. Se Protono Monde Kalises. Enemondra Tezis. Zikrotombo Kokrokus. Great and mighty things. Ponamandrikosku fitala ziso pratos. Jeprimondokoski brahantalavis. Borebahasi sibrenemetikos. Balakande pohoskis. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. We are confident of your loving kindness. We show of your grace. Thank you, Jesus. 
Uh, what kind of service is this? Let me, share, let me share something with you and as we close. I'm going to give you a prophetic word and I'll rush to the close. I'm serious. It says to tell you it's time to engage. It's time to engage. I'll explain that to you because watch this, watch this. Some of you all think that, and I was talking with my brother Chuki the other day. Some of you all think that because we preach grace, it means do not engage your life. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that grace gives you what to engage. So with grace, you are not engaging at miss. Amis, you're engaging with precision. The difference between grace and labor is labor is anywhere below face. But grace, and you have stubborn doggedness, you, you come into precision. First Corinthians. Let me, let me read this. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. I gotta go. But by grace, it says. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Is, is that clear? It now says, and his grace which was bestowed. I feel the anointing coming. I feel something coming into this room. I feel something coming into this room. Watch this. Olayemi now says, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but grace of God, which was with me. Do you understand what Paul is saying? He says, I am who I am by grace. So he said, but this grace made me labor. He now says, even this labor, it was not me laboring. It was grace laboring in me. As in this stubbornness is grace. Give me TPT. Give me TPT. Give me TPT. He says, but God's amazing grace has made me who I am. And his grace to me was not fruitless. In fact, I worked harder than all the rest. Yet not in my own strength, but God's. For the empowering grace is poured out upon me. That means when grace comes upon your life, it empowers you to know what to do. Results for I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. 
Yet, I was not. Yet, it was not I, but God, who was walking through me by his grace. So even that walk is grace that will teach you how to walk. It's grace that will prompt you how to walk. <laughs> I feel the anointing of the Lord. I'll show you something and I'm done. I should. You know the Bible says in Proverbs 21 verse 31, it says the horses and the chariots are prepared for battle, but safety is of the Lord. So he didn't say to not prepare your horses and chariots, but you are preparing your horses and chariots. Know that safety, understand. That's, so as you go, out, you go out to hustle, know that your result will not come out of hustling. Your result comes out of grace. But grace will not make you sit at home on Monday morning. Because God will bless the works of your hand and not the imaginations of your thoughts. Or the thoughts of your imaginations. Or your daydreaming. But as you move, God says to tell you he's about to amplify your steps. I'm about to amplify your steps. Says the Spirit of God. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch this. Let me show you something. First Samuel 17, 47 to 50. Let me show you what grace does. Let me show you a practical example of God's grace. And all the assembly know, shall know, that the Lord saveth not by sword and spare for the battle. Let's Stanley, Come. For the battle, you stay there. The battle, just stand where you are. The battle is the Lord and he will give you and he'll give you into your hands and he will give you into our hands. Sorry, verse 48. Watch this. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David that David hasted. So the Philistine was coming to David. David didn't say, me, I'll be here. I'm a child of grace, so I will not move. If you move to me, God will deal with you. That's not how it works. David ran towards Goliath. And ran towards the army to meet the Philistine, 49. And David put his hand in his bag and took Asiderono and took things a stone. I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me. The Philistine and smote. Don't smite the rock, but if you see a Goliath, give a stone. And that's the rock. Give him rock. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. I don't want you to miss this. And who shall? And the stone sunk into the forehead of Goliath. Jeremy, if it was the impact of the stone, Goliath would have fallen backwards. And he fell upon his face to the earth. So it is clear that it was not Goliath, it's not David's stone that killed Goliath. It was, it, it was one angel waiting. Throw this to me, I praise this guy, come. Thank you. 
press him. Stop. Throw, make her, make her supply this guy conk for yeah. Me go know every. It will be foolishness for you to say, I'm not going to throw the stone. No, just engage your stone and watch grace do the rest. I prophesy, after today, every little effort you make, you will see great success. I said every little effort you make, you will see outstanding success. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I prophesy to you, I don't know who you are. God wants me to tell you, from this moment, grace is working for you. Hey, hey, hey. I said grace is working for you. Hey, one more time, I said grace is working for you. If this is your one shot, I mention God. Not by See, power. See, it was not, it was not David's stone. It couldn't have been David's stone. It could not have been David's stone. It's not David's stone. It's not David's stone. Well, let me show you something. Exodus 17. Not by power. Not by might. But your spirit is moving grace. Is working for me. Not by power, not by might, but your spirit is riding. Grace is working for me. Let's discuss, let's discuss the text and close. So, Exodus 17, verse 4 to 6. Give me Exodus, Exodus chapter 17. Verse 4 to 6. Put it up. And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto these people? They be almost ready to stone me. Next verse. Next verse. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people. Take with thee the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherein thou smotest the river. Take it in the hand and go. Verse 6. Watch the instruction. Behold, I will stand before thee there. Upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock. Keep the scripture. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock of Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock. So the first instruction David got, Moses got, was to smite the rock. And there shall come water out of it, and the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. So first time Moses smote the rock, and what? Water came out. What is the significance of this rock? 1 Corinthians 10 verse 4 says, And this rock was Christ. So this rock was the rock that was moving with them. This is a very interesting rock. It says, And they all drank the same spiritual drink, and they drank the same spiritual, um, and drank of that spiritual rock. It says, watch this, that followed them. So this rock followed them. People of Israelite, they're interested. They had a rock following them, and this relationship and revelation of the rock did not start now, it started early. Exodus 33, verse 17 to 23. Let's go. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight. Watch this grace, and I know thee by name because of grace. Give me verse 18. Let's go. And he said, I beseech thee. Moses speaking, show me thy glory. Next verse. 
And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy to on whom I will show mercy. Verse 9, verse 20. And he said, thou cannot see my face. So Moses was asking to see the glory of God. God said to Moses, no, they're not born you well. You can see me and leave. Nobody can see my face. In the original translation, you will see my face and leave. Let's leave that for another day. Yeah, that's what it means. That's what it means. Yeah, but original translation, you will see myself, my face and leave. Yeah, and leave. Let's leave it for another day. Verse 21, let's see. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. So Moses wanted to see God's glory. God said, You can't see my face. You see my backside. You know the story. And Moses is saying, And God said, I will put you by a rock. So this rock that has been following them, Moses knew this rock. Moses knew this rock. This is not the interesting part of the story. Give me the next verse. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passed by, I will put thee. You got it. It is that I will put you on the rock. I will put you in the rock. Because it's only in Christ that we can see God correctly. Anything outside of Christ, you can't see God properly. I will put you in. 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 The cliff of the And I will pass by you. Some of you read Songs of Solomon as a love novel. But Songs of Solomon is a deep book. I started studying Songs of Solomon recently. Some deep things are there. Moses spoke in Songs of Solomon. Songs of Solomon 2 verse 14. Let me oh my dove, thou art in the cleft. Thou art in the cleft of the rock. And in the secret places of thy stairs. Let me see thy countenance. Now Moses muttered they there. Let me hear thy voice. For sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is comely. That was Moses' plea that entered Psalms of Solomon 2, verse 14. Are you here? So what is the significance of the first rock? The first rock is the one that was smitten on the cross. Isaiah 53, verse 5. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. Verse 10, give me Isaiah 53, verse 10. And it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Ayah. To bruise him, he had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sins, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. This is the, this is this, this scripture. So the first rock was the one that was beaten, beaten. But after death, after burial, after resurrection, we don't smite the rock. Because if you smite the rock, what you are saying is that the first one is not good enough. And you cannot add to the finished work. You can't add to the, because it was already beaten for our sake. So when you try to beat the rock, hey, what you are saying is not finished. And what you are saying, you do not believe in the first beating. Numbers 20, verse 11 and 12. And Moses lifted up his hand the second time. And with the rod, smote the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank. Keep the scripture. Is it possible that there are churches that waters are coming out from the, from the message? But guess what? Christ is not being revealed. 
but they have results. Say, but they have miracles there, but Christ is not there because they are beating the rock again. They are adding religion to the finished work. So they never get to their destination. They are stuck in miracles. They never grow in Christ. They age in church. They never really grow in Christ. They age in church. Why? Because they are not encountering the rock. They are abusing the rock. They are not in the rock. They are not resting on what the rock has done. They are abusing or just drinking water. Just drinking water. But once you come into the rock, out of your belly, anana. When you come into the rock, out of your belly, now flows. Now, what is the meaning of hitting the rock the second time? Let the Bible tell us. Next verse, verse 12, is here. Is here, verse 12. The next verse. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, because ye believed me not. So, he fell out of grace. So, just the movement of striking the rock the second time. God said this is an act of unbelief. You remember the series? The power of the... Is in the believing of the finished work on the cross of Calvary alone. Watch this. And sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring the congregation into the land. They are never arriving. They are never arriving. They are always in the hustle. We are in the place of rest. But they are always hustling. They want to please God. They want to do something. But we have arrived. Because when he died, he died as us. When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he resurrected, we resurrected with him. Now we are seated in Christ in heavenly places. The message of the gospel. Because the gospel is not preached. They never arrive. They are always laboring in works. Not laboring properly. And because of this, Moses saw the promised land. But could not enter into the promised land. Moses saw it. But couldn't enter. Labor will hinder you from entering into what God has preserved for you. Are you listening? Labor will hinder you from entering into what God has preserved for you. So it is striking the rock that can take you into the academy of the. You know what I'm talking about? So God says to Moses, You and Aaron, pack well, bring Joshua. Joshua means Yeshua. Jesus means Yeshua. Let Jesus lead them. For real, for real. I'm done. Let Jesus. I prophesy. I say grace is leading the way for you now. Follow no road now. Grace no road. I say grace is leading the way for you now. I prophesy whoever's voice is loud enough to take it. Grace is walking for you.
I said grace is working for you. From today you will not walk for grace. Hey. I declare grace is working for you. Not by power. Grace is working for you. Not by power. If you want shout amen somebody. working oh, hold on hold on listen to me david that's works that's armor for armor they call it fire for fire we don't do fire for fire we do fire for grace 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 he came with grace and the rest is history i prophesy from monday morning as you move out you are showing up with grace when you go to the meeting i hear it in abuja grace has gone ahead for you who is in this place? The next meeting you are going for in Abuja, Grace has already opened the door for you. The promotion you are looking for, I said Grace has already gone ahead for you. I said the contract you are bidding for, Grace has already preserved it for you. If this is your one, throw your hands up, shout thank you Jesus. One more time, shout thank you Jesus. Lift your voice shall thank you, Jesus. So what do we speak to the rock? We speak to the rock that which he has done. When my heart is overwhelmed, David said, lead me to the rock that is higher than high. So when I come to the rock, you are my rock of ages. You were wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquities, smitten for my punishment, and by your beating on the cross, I am already healed. Christ became sin for me that I might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am blessed beyond the cause, for blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ not on top of the rock in the rock because in the rock we can see God clearly in the rock grace is working for us in the rock things are moving around when you are in the rock when they attack you they meet the rock David said the Lord is my light and my salvation the Lord is the strength of my life of who shall I be afraid when my enemies and my folks came up to me they stumble because when they come against you they go jam rock I said, when they come against you, they go jam rock. I said, in the name of you, when they come against you, they go jam rock. You will not have to fight in this battle. The rock will speak for you. The rock will fight for you. The rock will defend you. If this is your work, throw your hands up. Shout, thank you, Jesus. I'm done. Your days of struggling are over. I say your days of struggling are over. In the next two minutes, I want you to pray stronger. And what is the prayer? Grace is working for me. I'm not striking the rock again. I'm speaking to the rock. Grace is working for me. Grace is working. I don't want you to be quiet. Ah. Grace is released. Oh my God. Not by power, 
Open up your mouth and pray. Grace is working for me. Grace is working for me. I see it's from my Lagos. I said, Grace, Grace is working for me. Just Grace is working. Grace is working. Shita Bakahata, Helepera, Grace is working for me. 
touched by grace. Grace is working for me. If you like labor, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. It's working for me. Grace is working for me. Grace is working for me. Oh, 
Grace is working. 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 I can feel it in the room this morning. It's mighty upon your project. Grace is working. 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 Everyone, lift your hands open. Tired of struggling. Grace. Little effort, great success. I reverse the order of great effort, little success. Grace, little effort, great success. Precise effort, outstanding success. Some of you are going to the fish that has the coin in your mouth. You are going to the fish that has your coin in your mouth. You are not checking fishes. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Take it. Who shot her? Mali. Who shipratos? Hey, hey. Hey, Namatos. Your days of guesswork are over. No, no, no. No, precise. Precise. I'm bringing into your own. I'm bringing you into your own, says God. Your own, says God. By the Spirit of God, into your own, says God. I hear new beginnings. Haya. I hear new beginnings here. New, the old chapter is closed. Haya. Go she. Onamanandi koko tabasi. Hirapoton dopoko pushu prehentusku pushku. New beginnings. New beginnings. New beginnings. No, new 
beginnings. Tell him if I'm no longer struggling. I'm no longer hustling. Coming into grace. I'm not smiting the rock. I will speak to the rock. I will not strike the rock. I will speak to the rock. I do not strike the rock. I speak to the rock because he was beaten for me. That's it. Clap your hands, church. Come on, clap your hands, church. 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 Open up your mouth, clap your hands, church. Now declare I'm no longer struggling. I've come into the grace zone. Grace is working for me. I said grace is working for me. Grace is working for me. I cease from labor. I cease from struggle. I cease from delay. I hear speed is released. I don't know whose word is this, but God said to tell you get ready for speed. Maybe watching online, God said to tell you get ready for speed. God said to tell you get ready for speed. Speed is coming. Overtaking is allowed. If this is your word, shout yes, somebody.